Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. What is uh, going on today? It's pretty quiet, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no at, ten, nice, ten, no at 1040, like yeah, at exactly. 1040, it wasn't quiet, was it? No, at 1040, it wasn't quiet, but I wouldn't say there was anything outstanding at 1040, aside from Sam Pittman going on. He went on for 12 minutes. That's probably a record. Probably a record for a length of time. Usually it's a 10-minute deal, so. Mm. So how did he use the other two minutes? Well, he he continued talking about, uh, well, everything. Well, he talked a little bit about cheating <laughs> and, and helmets. Um, yeah, anything you would do differently hiring an OC next time? He said no. He thought he did a good job hiring the DC. Um, just didn't get the right fit with Dan Enos. And, um, yeah, talked a little bit about um, audio and helmets to get away from sign stealing and stuff like that. So nothing too groundbreaking, I wouldn't say. You guys sound like you think something's groundbreaking that I need to discuss. Where what is that? Trying, what do you want me to tell me? Tell me what you want me to say, and I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. You're just reporting what you heard him say, and I. I think people yeah. are anxious for news every minute of every day. When you have a firing, okay, what's next? Who's this? Is this guy going to do a good job calling plays and all that? Well, we don't have any of those answers till they play again, right? Correct. Well, we know, you know, I listened to KJ did radio uh, radio show yesterday, and I listened to, to that, and he's obviously, you know, he's going to say what he's going to say about, you know, Kenny Guyton being excited about going fast-paced and up-tempo. That's kind of what we – all expect them to do, but um, you know, and there's Derek Keefe also who's going to be working with the wide receivers. Who was, I guess, grad assistant before, um, but he'll be moving over into that role, taking over for Kenny Guyton. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same stuff that we we've talked about: cutting down the playbook, going fast, that kind of stuff. Hey Trey, something interesting um, earlier today: Kevin Kelly, longtime Pulaski Academy head coach. Um, was being asked on uh, one of the earlier shows on The Zone just about, hey, so what's the first step you would do if, if you were named today? Just as a hypothetical, like, what should Kenny Guyton be doing today, right? And he was like, earn the trust back of the players. And you're close to these guys, Trey. You're yeah. closer than most in the media, right? So what have you heard as far you know, he was saying, hey, as far as he's heard, there's been some blame around. Everybody's trying to blame somebody, right, right now. Mm-hmm. And as far as Kenny Guyton, is this a guy that – you know, can, they could rally around. They could earn their trust back based on your observations and your experiences up there and seeing how players react to him? Potentially. You know, Kenny's a pretty young, energetic coach. Dan Enos was pretty energetic. You know, you'd see him at practice. He's an energetic guy. You see him at a press conference, you thought he just woke up from a nap. Um, sometimes these guys just uh, just behave differently at the podium, podium. But, you know, Kenny's – you know, not that much older. You know, he's a former quarterback, obviously, from Ohio State. A lot of these guys probably remember him um, from that. Not that he was, you know, playing a whole lot at Ohio State, but uh, uh, his name does ring a bell, I think, to a lot of people. But 
you know, Kenny brings a lot of energy. You always see him at practice, you know, pretty hyped up and energetic. So I think just the change in and of itself is, is big to start from because it's clear that these guys had lost confidence in the offense, lost confidence in the play caller, and just weren't playing with any energy. I mean, that's got to be a big – not as big as anything, but, but pretty big just – just to be playing with energy, I mean, that's that's part of it. Like anybody that works out, if you go to the gym and you just kind of, you know, go through the motions, you might as well have not even shown up. You know, you have to attack anything athletically with enthusiasm and uh, vigor, energy, and uh, that's just, that was just totally lacking. So hopefully Kenny can bring that. I, I just want to see them go back to the things that worked in the past, and they do have a veteran quarterback. They've got – you know, several players who came back from last year and, you know, terminology and those things have changed, but um, really want to see them just kind of go back to the things that worked in the past. Kenny Guyton has worked with Dan Enos, obviously, this past year, uh, but he also worked under Kendall Browles a good bit, worked with him at Houston, worked with him at Arkansas. Um, So I would expect to see, you know, a blending of all that, but at the same time, just changing coordinators doesn't fix everything. It doesn't it doesn't mean that the tackles suddenly get so much better. The only thing that's going to make the tackles better is experience and, uh, and added strength. Um, so there's still plenty of problems that aren't just going to be fixed because uh, they changed coordinators. And, you know, it's kind of a situation to me that something that they just they had no choice but to do. It's not so much as like this is just going to fix everything. All right, we've got a couple of callers. We believe are nope. And okay, answer that. Like the good old days. Yeah. Well, they actually had called in the previous segment, and uh, so that is quite understandable. Uh, Trey, this was just moments ago. Ryan Wingo has committed to the University of Texas. Now, Arkansas was never in the picture, at least. Uh, over the last year, I guess, maybe even further back than that. But uh, uh, we'll get to see Ryan Wingo, obviously, next year when Arkansas is taking on Texas. So, Brother of former Razorback Ronnie Wingo. Correct. Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Quite, quite a large difference in classification between those two. Obviously separated quite a bit. If you look at them, they – you know, facial expression stuff. Two guys look very similar to each other. You can tell mm-hmm. uh, that they're brothers. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a long time and several different coaches ago since since Ronnie Wingo played at Arkansas. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line: If Pittman is let go, is Kendall Browles a potential replacement? The reason Kendall wouldn't be a replace a potential replacement, I mean, maybe somebody you talk to, but when you change coaches, you typically go, uh, you know, a very different direction. And, you know, if you've got an offensive guy, it's very common to go defensive guy and vice versa. You know, with when they went from Brett Bielma, he was kind of a defensive-minded coach. They went to offensive guy. Um, you know, with with – Chad Morris, they went with, well, they didn't really have any option, <laughs> much of an option when they went with Pittman. It was just kind of like, all right, this is where we're going. Uh, but with Pittman, you know, not having head coaching experience, you know, they're going to find somebody, if it comes down to it, I would think um, somebody who's been a head coach, whether it's, you know, power five level or 
group of five level or whatever, they're going to find somebody that's been a head coach, I would think, totally almost totally almost agree. assuredly. Yeah, and that, that was Coach Burrell's policy. The only time he ever elevated an assistant was Jack Crow, and that didn't work out too well. And you're right. Go find – you know, if Sam makes it, and maybe, maybe the last four weeks will allow him to do that. But if he doesn't, go get the best young riser, even if it's an outside the power five that you can afford, and he'll come. Who is that? I don't know. Who's the best young riser? I, I don't know. That That's a great question, which uh, I guess you would have Kenny? to look at. G.K. Kenny from uh... – he would be somebody to consider, I think. Texas he State doesn't right have now? a vast, yeah, he doesn't have a vast amount of head coaching experience, but he's, you know, obviously spent a little time in the NFL. Was at Arkansas, mm. you know, viewed as a really good play caller. I would think Jamie Chadwell at uh, Liberty, who was at Coastal Carolina oh, boy. before. They're undefeated, aren't they? They are, yeah. and yeah. you know, he did That's big things Hugh at Coastal left. Carolina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he would be somebody I think would probably be top of the list guy. And you know, another thing to think about. I mean, is anybody getting fired in the SEC this year? Hmm. I don't think Beamer was get, would get fired in year three. No, no. Um, although they haven't lived up to their expectations either. Um, Napier's you know, interesting. Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, yeah, he is. But it's still just year two. It's not well, it's, it hasn't been a disaster. Right yeah, they're five and two. Yeah, so. it'd be a collapse would have to do that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. going to lose to Georgia. but yeah. yeah. How about Jeff Trailer? Jeff Trailer is somebody I would consider. I think with Jeff Trailer, there be, might be some that would, um, you know, point to his history, you know, here under Chad Morris. Um, just that connection alone on the surface. I think if you dig a lot deeper, you would see that Jeff Trailer is dramatically different than oh, Chad Morris. Oh, he is Morris. a winner. Oh, no question. And he's uh, done. I mean, look he's, what he's done at you. Yeah, yeah, he's taken he's a program trade basically from infancy. The thing with Jeff Trailer. Um, is you know he he knows texas recruiting like nobody like his Mm -hmm. connections in texas are next level and you know we talk about you know what is the only good things that chad morris did when he was at arkansas well they recruited well well big reason for that was jeff trailer a huge reason for that was jeff trailer like he knew guys before anybody else knew them uh, he was a big commodity when he was uh, assistant coach at Texas before that, before he got on with, with Chad Morris and um, and played a big role at Arkansas. Beat Arkansas out for one of their tight end prospects when he uh, when he left also to go to UTSA when Arkansas really wanted him. And so, um, yeah, I mean, what is Jeff – what is he – I don't know what – I don't think his record is out of this world. Let me see what it is right now. But I know the last two years he's won what eleven, twelve games. Yep. Um, right now they're four and three. They won eleven last year, and they won twelve the year before that, and seven uh, in his first year for a program that uh, that doesn't win. Yeah, thirty-four and thirteen overall there. So. Yeah, thirty-four and thirteen. So he would be a guy. I think would. I think you know there's going to be people that would initially be like, well, he was here when Chad. You know, the worst era ever. But uh, that's not that's not on Jeff Trailer. I can assure you. I got to know Jeff a little bit when he was here, and, um, you know, he'll end up somewhere, and I think he'll do a bang-up job, especially if he's if he's near the state of Texas where um, he knows how to find players. Uh, this one also from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Would you guys please quit talking about Pittman? He's not fired yet. He's no. not going to get fired. 
Well, he could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. Um, you know, I, I stand by what I said yesterday and that uh, the ideal scenario is that they surge these last four games and win them all. And, um, and he's retained and, you know, they start building again to next year and have a lot of key players on that defensive side of the ball, especially return and, and uh, really address the offensive issues that they've had. That would be, in my opinion, the ideal scenario for Arkansas. Um, but Well, that would also mean that Kenny Guyton did such a good job, you'd have to consider him as offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. That's what it would mean also, sure. Let's talk to LC. LC, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, Trey, my, just my personal opinion, the, the last thing we need is an up-and-coming guy, you know, that's maybe going to do good, maybe not, and then we go through this mm-hmm. same kind of scenario that we we seem to have done the last few years. Right. Do you think with the beefy NIL, and I'm talking beefy like Ole Miss apparently, like Kiffin comes out and really starts complaining about, hey, we need the money here, and then obviously any coach worth their salt's going to request a certain amount of NIL money guaranteed. Absolutely, and it's going to yeah. take that for us to get competitive. And then, are we willing? Do you think to pay a coach seven and a half to ten million bucks a year to come here? And just in, you know, in your own personal opinion, because I think that's maybe what it's going to take. Because we've done traded this before, and it's not working out. You know, and so I'm just wondering what you think. And thank you. Thank you, LC. All right, so let's look at the top coaches in college football, what their salaries are. I'm not sure if this is current. Nick Saban, 11.4. Dabo is 10.9. So he said, what, seven and a half? Seven and a half doesn't, was, doesn't even crack the top ten. Seven and a half to nine, I no. thought he said. Nine cracks the top ten. That's when you yeah, start. Nine, yeah. nine puts you Lane Kiffin, Josh Heupel type money. Um, so yeah, I mean, Hugh Freeze is at six and a half, Napier's at 7.3. So first of all, you'd have to find the guy that is, you know, justified in getting that much money. Uh, Pittman's at six, what is he at? 6.25. Right yeah. 6.25. I think something like that. So Kyle Whittingham is at 6.3 and he's 25th. No, Pittman's at 6.4 now. So he, so Pittman's at 24th. Okay. Right behind so Bielema, Pittman, ironically. Yeah, right behind Bielema. Bielema's at 6.5, yeah. And Hugh Freeze is at 6.5. So it's not like Arkansas is just skimping. You know, they're paying top 25 money for their coach. Um, and, you know, Pittman came in at, what, $3 million? Yes. Yeah, and has over-doubled his salary since he's been here. So it's not like they're just skimping and just paying, you know, bare – you know, bargain bucks for their coach. They're paying uh, quite a substantial amount. Uh, but if you were able to get, uh, you know, say things don't go right and Pittman is let go and you were able to convince a guy who would warrant that kind of money, who would warrant that kind of money to come, to leave their other Power 5 program come to Arkansas? Maybe Mike Elko, possibly, at Duke? Duke, yeah. You know, talk about up-and-comers. I put Mike Elko on our coaching search hot board back in um, – you know, had a 2018 season, and uh, people scoffed at it because he was just the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. I believe that was the right year when I did that. Um, might have been the next, might have been the next cycle. But um, now that he's, you know, doing great at Duke, everybody would welcome Mike Elko. But it would have to be somebody who would warrant, um, you know, seven and a half million, which 
you know, that just gets you up to about 16th, 17th, 16th, somewhere around there nationally. So just a few spots ahead of where Pittman is right now. But somebody who would warrant that kind of money uh, would be a sitting head coach at a at another Power 5 school mm-hmm. who's also having success. Mm-hmm. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company, Live Fin Feedback. Connor raises the question. He said, I am hearing that we're losing recruits now left and right. What do you think we can do about it? ESPN.com uh, and Saturday Down South Recruiting both say six of our best recruits are possibly being lured away. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen, period. I mean, if right now there hasn't been a single decommit. In fact, after the Mississippi State game, they got a, a commitment from a kicker, a scholarship mm-hmm. kicker for 2025. Right. Uh, but so far there hasn't been anybody decommit. You know, Jaden Ball is one that Danny has talked about quite a bit. He's out of Georgia. Uh, Florida is very interested. He's actually going to visit Florida for the Arkansas game. Uh, but he's committed committed to Arkansas for a long time. But losing commits left and right, that hasn't happened. Uh, or, you know, are people coming after their commitments, kind of circling the water with, you know, Pittman being in trouble? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely they are. Um, you know, this recruiting class is pretty solid, so it would it would stink to, to lose it. And I, I just mean from the top up because, you know, nationally I think they're, what, 19th or 20th, depending on what service you look at. Uh, there are four top 100 commitments in this class right now. And, uh, I mean, since 24-7 sports started ranking recruits back in 2010, uh, Arkansas has never had more than one top 100 recruit in a single class. And there have been plenty of years where they didn't have any, and they've got four in this class. Mm. So, um, you know, this is a pretty top-heavy uh, group when you talk about, you know, Courtney Crutchfield and Charleston College, Ashton Bethel-Roman, um, Oh, the defensive back, Selman Bridges, you know, those are all elite-level recruits. And, yeah, people are going to come after those type of guys. BB, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. Good to talk to you again, as always. Yes, sir. Hearing about that chili cook-off over there at Robinson High School. Getting ready. I still remember, BB. You got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, my comment is, again, it won't stop, is uh, we never should have hi- fired uh, Dan. Uh, we should have said to uh, Sam, look, Sam, thanks for the help, but we're giving a team to Dan. Uh, he did not have the offensive line ready at the very fall, beginning of fall practice and at the end, and uh, he, he, he didn't have the team ready. Sam did not have the team ready. So uh, when we lose this next game, it's going to be – it's going to be even worse. Fans are going to be mad as all get out, and they're going to be calling for his head. So that's the way it goes. Y'all have a great day. Bye. They aren't going to be any madder than they were Saturday. <laughs> Saturday was pretty I rough. don't think so. No. Yeah. Um, it's not a – he's not wrong for making, you know, you know, that assumption. We don't know. We don't know if it was really – I mean, what I do know is that he's right, the offensive line – uh, can't block or the flip. They just can't. And whether it's the offense giving them trouble or the tackles or, you know, part of it I think is probably true, part of both. But the, the offensive line has not blocked well. The tight ends overall have not blocked well. Um, you know, I think they messed up a little bit on talent, on evaluation of who they're putting in the game at certain spots, especially tight end. And uh, the running backs can't pick up blitzes. 
And that's been the problem all season up front. And I said that to Sam, you know, went to the press conference when, you know, brought up, you know, you look at personnel changes, whether it's coaching or who's calling plays or, um, you know, all that. But at the same time, you can't even tell if the play calls are that good because they can't block anybody. But what we do know is, um, you know, K.J. Jefferson throwing from the pocket 29 times in a game, that's not something that they've ever done. Pittman said they averaged about eight of those last year, eight eight throws from the pocket last year per game. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just not K.J.'s game. Okay, Trey, I'm, I'm, I'm out of time. I've got, I've got a bunch for you, but we're out of time. All right, buddy, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Guess.